0: It's science. What is going on CrossFitters? This is Justin Romare, your host of CBG Radio. Here at Consistency Breeds Growth, we help CrossFitters perform, look, and feel more confident in their own skin without tracking macros. We have a special offer just for you. We can guarantee that you start to look and feel like a crossfitter in four short weeks or your money back. Ditch the fad diets, quit tracking every gram of food, and let us help you get the results that you deserve without tracking macros. Enjoy the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about body recomposition. All right. So body recomposition overall is losing body fat and building muscle. All right. It's a very complex topic but i want to go through some of the nuances are you a candidate for it why i like it why i like it for people that are doing four to five watts per week and everything in between right so when it comes to this style of um changing your body we have to realize the importance of it right so for those of you that don't know me my name is justin i'm the Wad nutritionist and I help you lose body fat build muscle and crush your wads without tracking macros right here at Consistency Breeds Growth, that's what me and my other seven coaches are focused on. We have coaches in different specialties. So today, um, something that we've been very intrigued by in the past, I would say about year, year and a half, is body recomposition. So I wanted to revisit that today live on our uh, our CBG WAD Nutritionist page and also on YouTube. So what we're focused on today is understanding Um, the details behind body recomposition, the mechanisms, the understandings that I know from the research that I've done and my team have done, and then we may do something more science-based after this, right? I want to give you guys the actual clues that you're going to need to start to understand how to do this in 2023 and why it's important for you, right? So look, when we talk about building muscle and losing body fat, they're they're, they're seamlessly opposing each other, right? So we have the building muscle side, where you need to be in this anabolic state. And as you're in this anabolic state, you need to be at a calorie surplus. Uh, you need to make sure that you're doing strength training. You need to be lifting heavy, progressive overload. You need to make sure you're getting enough protein. And then you go to the fat loss side, where you need to be at a calorie deficit. You need to make sure that you're burning more calories than you're actually consuming, uh, and some of these other aspects. So the, the, these two concepts are really opposing each other in a lot of ways. But it doesn't mean that we can't target both at the same time. There's sort of a phrase uh, or, or, or uh, it's not a phrase. It's more of a understanding out there or a sort of, sort of a, a metaphor for body recomposition. It's, it's kind of like throwing a stone at two birds and hitting none, right? I would argue people are just not patient enough with body recomposition to see the results, especially if they're putting together some of the different Tools and things that I'm going to be providing today. All right, so body recomposition overall. All right, body recomposition itself is uh, The slowly grail, let's call it right because it allows you to look leaner It allows you to also look stronger and from it you should see uh, drastic performance improvements in your wads, right because You're getting stronger, which means you should be able to PR more lifts or lift at a higher capacity in your workouts, right? Be it the creatine phosphate system, whatever it looks like, but then also you're getting lighter. So your gymnastics muscle endurance should uh, also be improving. Maybe you get that first muscle up. I know the open's coming up, so we want to be able to implement a lot of these different uh, things, right? Now, I'll tell you this. If you're trying to achieve body recomposition for the Open, you're too late, right? It doesn't mean that you making nutritional changes currently um, is not going to benefit you. However, uh, you're too late. You should have started back, uh, I would say, probably where a lot of my my our Open athletes or people that care about the Open, they work with us on nutrition. They're really starting to give a crap about this in September time frame. Right. So September timeframe time frame <clears throat> is typically critical, but it doesn't mean you can't start making gains now. The best time is today. Right. So with body recomp. All right. These are people that are more subject to reaching body recomposition goals. And then there are people that are not. OK. So I'm going to go through the different parameters of this. Now, first thing automatically comes off the bat when it comes to body recomp, at least the way that I think about it is you're more likely to achieve body recomposition if you're untrained okay so if you haven't been working out super hard uh you just kind of go through the motions at your gym if you don't do adequate levels of strength training and you're just kind of in a rut right now right or you're new to training you haven't really started training seriously and by training i mean training there's a difference between workout and training right I mean training if you haven't really started training or even really working out you can start to really see benefits much more easily when it comes to body recomp than when it comes to uh, people that are more trained right imagine like rich froning so rich froning for example is uh very lean he also has a lot of muscle it's going to be very difficult for him to achieve body recomposition because he already trains very hard Uh, And he does a lot of other things that actually show, you know, and benefit him as a whole. So it's going to be very hard for retroning, but it might be a lot easier for someone like myself, right? That doesn't look like retroning that, you know, is just trying to make it to the gym four or five times per week and prioritize it correctly, especially um, when it comes to strength training, right? So here we are. These are the differences. So if you're more trained, you're less likely to achieve body recomposition. You may need to reevaluate your goals and say, hey, I'm shooting for fat loss or, hey, I'm shooting for building muscle. You're going to have to pick a direction. People that are not as trained have a lot of body fat to lose and also maybe uh, would categorize themselves as, quote, skinny fat would benefit from potentially body recomp. Because they're not in a composition place that puts them in the law of diminishing returns, so to speak. Okay. A law of diminishing returns is, uh, you know, you being at basically uh, closest to your body's maximum capabilities uh, composition-wise or athletically, performance-wise. So with body recomposition, you're more likely to achieve these results if you're untrained or don't work out very hard or maybe don't even really work out that much at all, right? So this is number one. Two... Uh, people that haven't really focused on the nutrition drastically. So it's the same. There's the fitness side of the law of diminishing returns, and then there's the nutrition side. So if you're eating tacos all the time and drinking margaritas on the weekends, and you don't really get in adequate levels of protein, and you look the way you look now, but you're prioritizing fitness side, and you're like, oh, well, Justin, I've been training. I got trained two hours a day. I've been crushing it, all this stuff, but your nutrition is not there. You have more likely of a chance of achieving body recomposition than someone, for example, that, uh, that doesn't really focus uh, at all on the nutrition side, doesn't understand their food intake, kind of eats just when they're hungry, on the weekends doesn't have a plan, some of these aspects, doesn't prioritize pre-wad fuel, pre-wad carbohydrates or timing of nutrition doesn't take creatine all these aspects right because I, I consider supplementation as part of the nutrition side so you're not doing any of these things you're a better candidate for body recomposition than someone who takes and manage their nutrition tracks their protein and understands that they're hitting close to their body weight grams per uh, and, and just in, in, in terms of their body weight and grams protein per day they take creatine consistently some of these aspects right next is age so you're much less likely to achieve body recomposition if you're older, right? And there are two main sort of uh, concerted efforts here as a reason to why it's harder body to achieve body recomposition if you're older. Number one, your metabolic rate starts to slow down. I think it's under a percent per year after the age of 60, so your metabolic rate, your metabolism doesn't really slow down until you get to about 60. That's just you moving less and not eating enough uh, actual calories and putting in work, right? But after 60, your your metabolic rate, the so own, just starts to slow down, right, at the age of 60. So therefore, you're moving less, your metabolic rate is slower, uh, and therefore it's very difficult to lose body fat, right? Additionally, when you become um, – As you age right your body becomes at risk for sarcopenia, which is muscle loss and it's only because as We age it's harder to get an adequate amount of strength training it takes to continue to build muscle This is why it's so important out there and this is especially true for female crossfitters You need to focus on building muscle now because as you get older it becomes more and more difficult, right? the uh, mTOR pathways and a lot of the anabolic pass- pathways androgen receptor availability and some of these other aspects of building muscle Drastically decreases, you know, and starts to decrease for both men and women after the age of 40 Okay building muscle in your 20s and 30s even you know I, if, if I had it up to me and I was like I'm gonna periodize my entire life based on a body that I want Um, then I would seriously just focus on building muscle between in in the age and primarily focus on building muscle in my twenties and thirties. And then I would focus on fat loss after that, right? It just so happens that we also want to look good in our twenties and thirties. We don't want to be, we don't want to be just a big bulky person putting on a bunch of muscle and not cutting any fat in our twenties and thirties. So there's that. But if I had to periodize my whole life, that's how I would do it because building muscle is so important. So I would really be focusing on. 80% of your year, let's say January 2023 to December 2023, I would seriously be focused on 80 to 90% of that timeframe, which is about 10 months. I would be focusing on building muscle and performance. That's what you need to be focused on, right? So I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but when it comes to recomp, right, you're less likely to really achieve the body recomposition results Because you uh, your metabolic rate starts to slow as you age and also it's harder to put on muscle as you age Obviously both of those variables are directly corollary to body recomposition So it's not really possible Uh, It's possible, but it's much harder. Okay, much harder and we'll go through you know what that looks like in a minute So age is another factor. Uh, Look gender uh, Is another factor, you know, there are differences between men and women their capabilities women can be strong uh, women have uh, the capability of being able to build muscle and lose body fat and go to the CrossFit games and do all those things. But we do have to also recognize that it's harder for women to just g- in general build muscle, right? There's the testosterone issue. Um, I, w- I don't want to call it an issue, but uh, women overall typically have lower T levels than men, which is uh, an important uh, aspect in building muscle and then androgen receptors. So uh men typically have more androgen receptors and especially in their upper body and because of that they're able to build larger upper bodies and put on muscle there right testosterone is sort of like the lock and key testosterone's the the key uh androgen is the lock and those two things have to come together for a lot of different metabolic path pathways Uh, and, and from there to anabolic pathways to occur. So if you have less androgen receptors, you have less testosterone in general, this is an oversimplification, but in general, this means that, uh, it's going to be less likely for you to build muscle. Therefore, body recomposition is more difficult for women than it is for men. Okay. So those are a couple of different variables that I would say, uh, impact someone's ability to build muscle, to lose body fat and to overall change their body composition at the same time. Okay, now, why do I like body recomposition? This is why I like it. When it comes to fat loss, a lot of people are thinking they can achieve fat loss in a short time frame, like a month. So they follow these crazy diets like keto, and they follow Whole30, Paleo, they sign up for a nutrition challenge, that's four weeks, some of these things, right? When you sign up for some of this stuff, you're thinking you're gonna get short-term results, and those short-term results are gonna last. And sometimes we see people lose 10 pounds in a month or 20 pounds in a month. We're like, wow, that's amazing. We can achieve fat loss very quickly. We don't need to take our time. We can just go for this, right? But you've got to realize these people are not building a lifestyle. They're literally incorporating dogmatic approaches into their life. And then from that, they're actually <laughs> – they're just getting temporary results, right? So we can't compare ourselves to those people if we're trying to build a lifestyle, okay? Okay. I don't know a good analogy, but I'm trying to think of one of how we compare ourselves to those people that are not doing something sustainable. It doesn't make sense. It's like you know someone that um, that you know ha- has a ha- buys a Ferrari, right? And it goes into debt because they buy a Ferrari, right? And we're like, oh man, we just have a Subaru. Why can't we be like this person, right? Uh, will come? What eventually, you know. Look, um, you know the the people come to us, how? Know, hey, we got to possess your Ferrari. You quit making payments, right? So you got to keep making payments. You got to keep putting in the work. You got to stay consistent. You got to stay sustainable. If you're not doing that, it's going to be really difficult. So we can't compare ourselves to these people. So when it comes to fat loss, a lot of people think they want this instant gratification. The scale's got to move down every single week. If it doesn't, then I'm failing. And therefore people try these extremes to get to their fat loss goals. Okay, fair enough, right? So you're going to take that strategy. So you take this strategy and from this strategy, what ends up happening is you may lose the weight, but you don't lose it consistently. And therefore you hit a plateau much earlier than you're supposed to. And when that plateau hits, since you've been so restrictive, you bounce right back up, right? What you're investing in when you're taking this time or you're you're working, like, let's say with my team and with a coach. The reason you pay us is because you want long-term results. You're investing in long-term results and skills. You're not investing in short-term results, right? So short-term results suck. We don't want short-term results. Now, when it comes to these short-term results and fat loss, a lot of people think, oh, I can do things quickly, this is great, when they actually can't. Body recomposition just has this notion around it that it's not going to be quick. You're not gonna reach your body recomposition goals in four weeks or six weeks. You're gonna start seeing changes with your body in eight weeks, sixteen weeks, twenty-four weeks, sixty-four weeks, right? A year, right? This is this sort of highlights like, oh okay, and I like people that are in it for the long game. That's who we love working with. So when it comes to body recomposition, you're forced to be into the long game because if your mindset is that you're in the short, short game, then you're not gonna, you're not even gonna think twice about trying to do body recomposition. It doesn't make sense. So we delay our gratifications, our, our dopaminergic systems around that, and we know that the effort that we put in is more important than the outcome, at least at the outset, the beginning. So I love this aspect of uh, people going for the long-term. Long-term is key. So we have this long-term strategy now because we've inherently chosen Body recomp, uh, and. It gets people's mind off the scale as well. So with body recomp, you're building muscle and you're losing body fat at the same time. All right? And when you're doing this, uh, the scale may not change, right? It may not change, right? The scale doesn't change. Then uh, a lot of people see that this failure, especially if they're going for fat loss, right? But when it comes to body recomposition, you know, we, uh, we, the scale is not going to change that much. If anything, it's going to go up, right? If anything, it's going to go up, right? So... This is this is the whole point. We're uh, sort of teaching people that we can uh, reach our goals and feel more confident in our own skin and feel leaner and build a better relationship with food and our bodies, even though the scale has nothing to do with it right? And that's a super powerful thing because uh, so many people are chasing a number on a scale when in actuality, their true goals just feel comfortable in their own clothes and feel more confident, look a little bit more like they CrossFit, when that has really nothing to do with the scale. Look at uh, look at one of my athletes, Jesse Harper, right? She fluctuates around 150 pounds, right? She looks absolutely amazing, right? and um, And she works really hard, right? She works really hard. There are some people out there that are 150 pounds that look way different, right? So I'm just highlighting the differences in the scales, right? I don't like to make uh, negative comments about anybody's body, but just take, for example, a games athlete that's 150 pounds versus somebody that uh, you know in your family or whatever that's 150 pounds. Maybe you're 150 pounds, right? And you don't look like that. This goes to show that the scale is not really representative of your goals, right? Now that body recomposition forces people to trip, quit worrying just about the scale and actually start focusing on so many other aspects, right? Like how they're training, are they pring, are they getting stronger and are they looking better? Like through our pictures, our measurements, and some of these aspects are, are those things happening for us, right? Are those things happening? So it's kind of cool to see that. And that's why I really love taking a body recomposition and slower approach for, for most people, right? Cause it's certainly achievable. It's just not achievable in the time frame people actually want results for, you know? Uh, and it's cool to commit to that type of lifestyle and it allows to build habits slowly over time, you know? So these are some of the reasons I like body recomp. It can also be a time saver as well for some people, but you just got to do it right. So what does doing it right mean, right? You're doing four to five lots per week. You go to your CrossFit gym. You're not seeing results. You're not seeing any results. You're like, Oh man, this is bullshit. I've been here three years I pay 150 to 200 bucks for my CrossFit gym membership every single month, and from uh, that I've gotten nowhere. Right? Maybe I learned some double unders, and I do I can do some kipping pull ups and stuff like that. But still, my body hasn't really changed that much, and uh, I'm not okay with that. I want to make changes, right? I want to achieve body recomposition, like you're telling me, Justin. So what do I do? What do I do to do this, right? So there's a couple different things, and. It doesn't just come down to fitness, it doesn't just come down to nutrition. Some people can actually achieve fat loss just from starting to work out and focusing on fitness and then nutrition be trash, right? I wouldn't say to do that, but some people can do it. Some people can also lose body fat just focusing on the nutrition, not focusing on fitness. For body recomp, you gotta focus on both. So I'm gonna go through some scenarios. Number one, nutrition-wise, I'm going to give you all the different parameters, guys. I really don't care. If you can do this on your own, you better go do it, right? You owe it to yourself and to the world to go do it. For nutrition, you have to be at a calorie surplus for body recomposition. I know there's a little bit of uh, argumentative stuff out there in regards to people, right? There's a little bit of a – got to be at a deficit to do body recomp, da-da-da-da-da. I think you have to be at a surplus and some there's a lot of research that signifies that especially a couple of things that I've read recently right for a trained athlete specifically so I recommend being at hundred percent of your total daily energy expenditure TDE 110 percent so you get hundred ten percent of your total daily energy expenditure all right so this means that you're at a calorie surplus means you're eating more calories than you're burning okay now um, This is the key, right? This calorie surplus, right, is going to put you in an anabolic state and then a catabolic state. You're going to go back and forth between. So you're going to be in a calorie surplus, deficit, surplus, deficit, but you're mostly going to be in a surplus, right? This allows for the anabolic systems to uh, really be at work and allow you to build the muscle. So the reason I think that you need to be in a calorie surplus over a deficit for body recomp is solely because building muscle is hard then harder than losing body fat, right? It's a gross oversimplification, but here we are, right? It's harder to build muscle than it's to lose body fat. It's much slower. Uh, The pound-wise is much slower, right, on the scale. Um, It's usually a fourth. So, like, if you lose a pound a week, you're probably gaining 0.25 pounds per week if you're building muscle, right? So you need to be at a calorie surplus, and I like that surplus to come from protein. All right, Justin, so how much protein? Here's a guide for you guys. A lot of people... I'll tell you an optimal range. I think it's somewhere between 0.8 grams per pound of body weight and 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. Oh, Justin, what the hell are you talking about? You're uh, you're telling me to eat over my – people say one gram is the most. Well, look, I'm just telling you what the research says. The research says we need to be over one gram and for, for some people, right? And I especially believe that this is true for CrossFitters because – Basically, what you're doing is hit training, right? If you think about cross, you're at threshold, you're above threshold, especially if you're know, for time workouts, you're doing, you're chasing your buddy, uh, you know, at your gym, you're trying to beat them, you're above threshold. When you're above threshold and you're doing wall balls and all of these different contractions, you're, um, look, you're, you, you have a lot of muscle breakdown, just the reality of it. You have a lot of muscle breakdown. With that muscle breakdown, okay, you need to rebuild muscle tissue. You know, not only repair it, but rebuild it if you're in body recomp, right? If you're trying to build muscle. So, to do this, uh, what do you need to do? You need to eat protein. This is what protein does. Okay. So, eating adequate levels of protein is good. That's why I recommend over one gram per pound of body weight. All right. So, this means like if you're 200 pounds, you need to be somewhere between 180 grams of protein and 220 grams of protein, let's say. You know, so I would target a little bit over your body weight. That's where the calorie surplus of 110% of your total daily energy expenditure is. So, so look up your total daily energy expenditure. I believe trifecta actually has a really good calculator for understanding your TDEE, total daily energy expenditure, meaning how many calories do you burn within a day? Increase that by uh, 10%. So that's your start from the nutrition side carbs and fat, let them fall where they may, uh but make sure you have a pre-workout carbohydrate in there, something realistic, you know, for you. If you want our uh pre-workout carbohydrate list in our macro cheat sheet, what you can do is you can comment macro cheat sheet if you're on YouTube or on your on my Facebook live, uh on our wide nutritionist free Facebook group, you can uh just go ahead and comment macro cheat sheet and my team will DM you. Look, you need to make sure that you're getting in a pre-workout snack Okay. It needs to be primarily carbohydrates. So this is one. This is nutrition one, 101 for body recomposition. Now, fitness. This is going to piss a lot of people off, but your box probably doesn't have enough strength training. Probably doesn't have enough strength training, right? So this is what happens. Crossfitter, Crossfit boxes are trying to get you better at Crossfit. They're trying to help you build skills. They're trying to help you build speed. They're trying to help you build functionality. They're trying to get you to end ranges of motion or what your body's capable of in terms of end ranges of motion. They're trying to get you stronger. They're trying to get you pull-ups. They're trying to teach you how to do an overhead squat. Uh, they're trying to do metabolic conditioning, all of this crap, right? They're trying to do a lot of stuff. That's why we love CrossFit so much as well as for the community. When we're doing this, okay? it's very hard to get in uh, the adequate levels of strength training required. It's no fault of the CrossFit gym, right? The gym in the box is trying to get you better at CrossFit. They're not trying to get you to achieve body recomposition. So I'm here to tell you, although I think, um, you know, your WODs are great and you're following Mayhem, and you're following, you know, your own programming at, at your box, whatever it is, it likely doesn't have enough strength training, right? And I mean, with strength training, I mean three days per week, right? Three days per week, upper, lower, uh, you can shift between upper, lower and, you know, doing, you know, I would say for upper around 20 total sets and for lower around the same, around 20 total sets at an RPE, which is rate of perceived exertion of seven or above, right? Seven or above. That's where you need to be. If you're not doing that, it's going to be really hard to, uh, it's going to be really hard to achieve body recomposition so if you're just going to your gym doing four to five watts per week you need to you need to change things up you know unless your gym does strength training every single time that you go in there for 30 minutes and then they have a short little metcon or a 20 minute AMRAP something like that you're probably going to need to go ahead and incorporate more strength training so i have actually have a 12-week program uh it's free we we create it and we give it to some of our nutrition clients and um that are looking for for body recomp and i can give you guys the first three weeks if you want all you have to do is comment just comment something like a muscle building program or something like this right and i think um if you have something if you comment something like that or dm me something like that i can get it over to you i'll know what you're talking about so we can definitely uh start to implement this you know but you got to find a way to do more strength training hypertrophy and strength training all right so this is tip two All right, let's see, tip three, uh, sleep. You're not gonna get away with seven hours of sleep or less and with this level of training, right, where you're doing your strength training, uh, you're you're busting your ass in your CrossFit gym and your CrossFit wads, you're not gonna be able to just get off of six, seven hours of sleep. You gotta be getting eight, nine hours of sleep if you want body recomp, right? And I'm not saying that, um, I'm not saying that you can't achieve body recomp without getting more than eight, but it, it's it, you're, you. You increase your chances drastically, and that's what we need to do. We need to optimize because body recomp is hard, right? So you got to be getting in over eight hours. I would say eight hours or more, right? That's 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 the the threshold. Um, so that that's that's I would say number three: fitness, nutrition, nutrition, fitness, and then sleep. And one other thing that I think makes a lot of sense uh, to go over is uh, assessing results. A lot of people doing body they are expecting because we've been doing fat loss our whole lives, right? And we're trying to lose body fat to look the way that we want and We realize that we can't, we can't do it that way as uh, we, we always measure via the scale. The scale is not a terrible metric, but you need to measure in other ways because as mentioned a little bit earlier in the podcast, you can't really understand, you can't really understand your progress through the scale alone with body recomp because the scale might not change. It might actually go up a little bit during that process. So what we recommend is pictures. So a lot of people are like, oh Justin, I'm gonna go get an in-body and a DEXA, and all this. It's like, dude, you're not running around bragging about your DEXA. You're running around taking your shirt off at your, uh, you know, at your CrossFit box. So why don't we just measure progress in the way that you wanted to to, to 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 fit your purpose, right? Which is feeling more confident and comfortable in your own skin. You don't want to feel more confident in your DEXA skin. Who cares what your DEXA skin says? Who cares what your in-body says, your hydrostatic, whatever the hell you're doing, right? Who cares about that? You can go get that, right? It's fine in terms of measuring progress, but you could go get these scans, and they're off by a little bit, and you look in the mirror, and you look the same, and you think you're making progress, but you're not. So why not just get pictures? Uh, they're very, very objective when you compare them side by side, especially if you send it to someone else. Hey, man, am I making progress? Am I doing this, right? Tell me what's up. Um, pictures are great. So implement pictures. I think that this is a great way to measure progress. It's uh, much much needed and necessary to actually track results, right? This is the last thing that that uh, I guess I'll say about body recon. you got to be patient and I mean some of us are not patient even when it comes to goals that are much easier, right? Some of us, you know, try to get a muscle up in, in one month and quit. It's like dude, it takes people years to get muscle up. You're going to quit already. You've just been trying one month, right? Some people are trying to lose twenty pounds and they they quit after one month. It's like, man, that should be taking you, uh, you know, half a year. It should be taking you half a year to lose twenty pounds, right? You know, I would say in the ballpark of three to th- three to three to five months. I would say maybe not a half a year, but three to five months. So it also depends drastically on, on how much weight you're looking to lose, but. I mean, look, uh, you got to be patient with body recomp because it's one of those things that if you're going to embark on it and do it, I would encourage people to make it a lifestyle. Make it a lifestyle. Make doing four to five watts per week a lifestyle. Make doing another two to three days of strength training a lifestyle. Make sleeping eight plus hours a lifestyle. Make uh, eating 10, 110% of your TDEE and eating enough throughout the day, and especially making sure you get adequate levels of protein lifestyle. This has to become a lifestyle. If not, it's going to be really hard because if you're not building habits with it, it's always going to feel like it's dragging you down. Oh, I got to sleep eight hours tonight. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to eat enough protein. You got to build it into your lifestyle. If not, it's going to be super, super difficult, right? So in terms of body recomp, I do have a body recomposition guide that uh, I'm giving away entirely for free. It goes over stuff, the some of the different pillars I kind of went over a body recomp, the difficulty of it, why I like it, and then what you can do to achieve it, okay? So if you guys want access to that, go ahead and comment 2023. This is gonna be our special 2023 guide, so we'll know, commenting 2023, what you're looking to accomplish. And then look, if you're, in 2023, you haven't found that program that you're going to follow, that coach you're going to work with, and you know that you want to put into action some of these goals. It's you, you know you, one of your new year's resolutions to really get better this year, get fitter this year. Go ahead and shoot me a message. Shoot me a DM, see if you qualify for one of our, our, our programs. We have a number of one-on-one coaching programs that we, we have open right now. Um, you do have to qualify because we don't have a, a ridiculously unlimited amount of spots. But you need to, you know, make sure that you're ready to commit to something new. And if you want to quit tracking macros and look like you CrossFit, you know, you're in the right place listening to this podcast and possibly in the right place seeing if me and my team can help you, right? Um, so I appreciate you guys. I, uh, this is uh, a cool time for me. I'm actually running live on Facebook and I'm running live on YouTube for the first time. So pretty excited about that. And if you guys have any questions, you know, just keep me posted. I'm very excited for the new year and and for you guys to see the results that you're looking for and you deserve it. You know, if you're doing four to five watts per week, you deserve results. So don't sit around too long waiting for something to happen. You have to take action. All right. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. If you have any questions, let me know and we'll talk soon.